go bud hey what's up everyone this is jason tucker and this is wp water cooler episode number 224 today's topic is wordpress security updates this is going to be a light episode right it's not we're not gonna it's it's gonna be a simple we're just we gonna just, coast no, right through it i think we just uh, say yes and we're done yes you should do it yes yes <laughs> we're done well let, let's go around the room real quick get everyone introduced aaron tell us a little bit about yourself uh, I'm Aaron Campbell. I lead the core security team, um, and I guess I've been involved in WordPress for about 10 years, but now getting to do some more security stuff. Awesome. Good to have you. How about you, Adam? I'm Adam Zilver. I run Concierge WP out here in SoCal, uh, podcast weekly at kitchensinkwp.com and Get Options podcast. Nice. Good to have you. Thanks. How about you, George? Hi, I'm George Zabanis. I work on the Jetpack team at Automatic, and we'll be speaking next weekend at WordCamp Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So anyone on the East Coast, swing on by. Sweet. Awesome. Russ, what about you? Uh, I'm Russ. I work at WebDev Studios. I do support and maintain. And uh, come check out WordCamp San Diego, where I will be speaking at 1040 in the morning. Nice. I'm excited about that. <laughs> nice. Good to have you. How about you, Topher? Tell us about yourself. I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I build websites for a living. I work for Eyewitness Design at the moment, uh, working with Tanner Mushi. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Good to have you. Steve, what about you? I am Steve Zinkin. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. And our next meetup will be this coming Monday night uh, right here in Huntington Beach at 7 o'clock. And I will also be speaking at WordCamp San Diego on <laughs> Sunday, though. Yeah. I'm, awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over Jason Tucker on Twitter and jasontucker.blog. And I do a show also here on WP Water Cooler called WP Lab. We do that on Thursdays. Feel free to go check that out. So this particular episode, episode 224, is a two-parter from last week where we were talking about theme updates and plugin updates. And we tried our darndest not to talk about security updates because we wanted to bring a great panel together here to kind of talk about it. So Let's talk a little bit about security updates. You know, that's that that update that shows up on your, uh, sometimes shows up in your uh, WordPress that says, hey, you know, there's a security update, you should update it. It's usually a dot, dot release, or it's just a major release that just needs to be uh, pushed out there. That's a good, um, band. that's a very me, good band name. Dot, dot release? Yeah. Dot, dot. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, security releases aren't always advertised as security releases, often for very good reason. So when we're talking about up, you should always update security releases. You should always update releases, period, no matter whether they're major releases, minor releases, because you don't always know if there's going to be a security thing in it or not. Steve totally agrees with you, right, Steve? Mm -mm. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to be a naysayer here. I, I, I don't typically, for my for my uh, production uh, service, I don't typically do dot zero releases. I wait for dot one. So I, I don't know that it makes sense necessarily to skip the dot zeros, um, but I, I definitely advocate a lot more for doing the minor releases quickly and uh, as quickly as possible. Those are much more likely to contain security fixes. The For major releases, if there are security fixes, we do try to backport uh, as far as we can, although eventually that will be limited to only a few versions. Um, but doing those minor version updates, like that's that's really important. 
I totally agree with that. And and so um, what Aaron's talking about and what we do uh, quite a bit. So when 4.7.0 came out, uh, we did not upgrade, right? And actually, we waited till 4.7.2 to do the, to do a major upgrade. But when 4.7.1 was coming out, they were doing updates to 4.6 as well. So it was 4.6.2 and 4.6.3. So those same security releases got into the older version, right? So we, we're and, and this isn't for everybody, but generally, as a rule, we wait for stable versions before we do an upgrade to a production server. Now, that's for WordPress core updates. Correct. Now, plugins and themes can have security updates as well. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they just get installed. What? Right? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so usually what usually what happens, though, is that there's a, a security update that comes in core and says, Here's what we notice. Here's what we fix. And if you have, you know, if you're using this hook or this filter, you should go in and update it inside of your plugin. So those usually follow after those things, or it's in like the beta version or the release candidates. Um, a lot of a lot of plugins and themes will just have security fixes just because they found a security bug in their own thing. Um, they tend to be a little less structured, especially some of the less popular ones. Um, so for those, it's pr it probably is a lot more likely to have security fixes that just come out in a major release. Oh, I, I want to go, go back to what I was saying before, and I, and I, 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 I want to do this on purpose because I'm not recommending to the audience that you don't upgrade. In, in no way <laughs> am I saying that. I'm just saying what works for us and because we've got a rigorous uh, uh, testing process that we go through. I think what's important here is that you read the notes, read what's in the release for everything, whether it's core or plugins or anything. Just just do your homework so that you know what you're updating. And on the plugin side, it'll tell you if it's been tested with the current version you're running on core. So one thing we did uh, this month at the meetup for WordCamp or for the WordPress meetup group in Vegas was uh, we walked through change logs and showing people how to read them to see what changed in each version and you know. Uh, a well-documented one like Jetpack and EDD versus a, a non-well-written one like random plugins out there. So, Steve, let me ask you though: Do you the rigorous testing? You're testing that obviously on a staging server. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So everything. So when a new release of anything comes out, we we test uh, off off-site before we push right. anything to production. Right. I, mean, I knew that you did that. I wanted to give you the softball. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I understood. I, I have another question, though. You were talking about moving from 4.6 to 4.7.2. Um, are you ever bringing sites? Are, are sites ever falling more than one version? No, not our sites. Okay. Yeah. Now, we so will inherit sites. We, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Aaron. We will inherit sites that are, are several versions old, and then we go through pretty rigorous bug testing uh, or beta testing before we do uh, a more than one uh, version to update. One version old, I don't, I don't see as much of a problem as long as you're staying on the latest point release for that version. Falling much further behind, while we do try to backport uh, as many releases as possible with security fixes, um, at the more our architecture, the more all the underlying code changes, the harder it is to backport um, security fixes reliably. Uh, you know, very far back. So eventually, we're probably only going to go a few versions back. So stay as close to current as possible. Um, but one version, that's doable. Yeah, we're never more than uh, on the sites that we're maintaining. We're never more than one version old. 
How about your own and, site? I'm just curious on your own site for Zeke because the, I, I always look, I look the cobbler's son has no shoes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your site it's, just got to You do that you once a year, right? You write the blog post, you hit update. Just like yeah, yeah, just like just like how often I blog. Thank you, Jason. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Go ahead. Well, I see that a lot. I mean, I'll look at sites, you know, that are that have been that's almost forgotten about, and I'll because someone will hit me up and hey, something happened. The company in question who originally created it because I'll inherit the site. I go back and look at that company, that other agency. Their site is new, modern, relatively current, but maybe not even if it's around. If the company's still around, but they're running 4.5, 4.4. I'm like, you know, but their site has been updated as far as responsiveness. Their core is still old, you know. Mm -hmm. And then they, and then things are broken on their past client who they're now coming to me. But I'm always fascinated, like, because I try to keep my stuff current, you know. But you're right. I mean. Now, on a lot of the sites we inherit, uh, and this is, I'm going off, off topic a little bit, but a, you know, a lot of times we'll inherit sites where they've made adjustments to core, made adjustments to plugins, using right. plugins that are conflicting, or something is there that's preventing them from doing an update. You know, I hear that from a lot of my clients. They'll call me and they'll say, hey, we need you to work on this because we're not able to update our site at all. Right. Right? We can't update core, we can't update these plugins, we can't, we can't do this because when we do it, we get a white screen. Right? Yeah. And that's just... That's a symptom of something else. Right. Yeah, the dangerous thing about that is that sometimes uh, you'll have a developer that goes in, makes a modification to a theme or a plugin or core, and just warns the client, okay, never ever update this thing or the global <laughs> end. Not actually like putting any code in place to prevent the updates, but just right. like telling them, or they could have just said, never update this because I haven't tested it. And the client doesn't really know the difference. They just know no, no I'm not supposed to update anything. And then Jason, nothing happens. Jason, episode 225 should just be called Best Practices. Best yeah. Practices. <laughs> so, I mean, to, to what Steve was saying is, is uh, a lot of people come to us for support and they're like, you know, we, we want to be on this monthly plan where you guys keep us updated. Mm -hmm. And after we do a small discovery, we realize that there's a plugin that's auto hiding auto updates, mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where they weren't even aware that you know there's there are five versions back for this plugin or whatever because the original developer just turned everything off. Right. Or worse yet, when I hate to keep jumping in with worse yet, but <laughs> but uh, wait, there's it more. Seems to, it seems to be the tagline for the day. Uh, but then you have systems like cPanel that when you use their uh, the cPanel native auto installer uh, will actually install a modified version of WordPress that disables auto updates. Uh -huh. uh, I've talked to them about this a couple of years ago, and they didn't seem to have much of an interest in changing it. So we've had folks that, I mean, the, the idea works, right? Um, be, that's assuming the host updates cPanel to get the updated version of WordPress so you can go through and update it from there. And Dang, That's starting to sound like Android right now. I was going to say, it's, uh, like, it's like one of those Russian nesting dolls. <laughs> <laughs> it's turtled all the uh, way down. Is that is that still the case with cPanel? Because I feel like I was playing with some cPanel installs recently and wasn't seeing that. So it's not what... I need to test and find out what they've been doing lately. I've heard reports that it's still going on, and there's st certainly still are sites that cPanel had installed that have the blocks in place. I had recommended them to, like, when I talked to them a couple of years ago, to stop like modifying core files to just like return early, and instead use like the core constants to like disallow auto updates uh, and whatnot. Because really, 
while they can do all sorts of stuff to stop WordPress from updating itself, they can't stop someone from going in via FTP and up just, just uplo uploading a new version. Uh, and at that point, all of their careful machinations and workarounds break because WordPress is updated. So what they would have been better doing is just create a single MU plugins file that will uh, track the WP version. When that updates, tell cPanel. When cPanel then can update it and still be aware of what the current state is in all situations. So, so Steve, so, what's MU? <laughs> must, <laughs> must, must use. I was going to say, to, to, George's, to George's point, right, not all developers are created equally, right? And we say that a lot on this show, right? So as I'm, I'm speaking to the developers in our audience and especially the not so experienced developers, right, don't edit core. Right? Don't edit core WordPress. Ever. Don't co edit core plugins. Don't edit core. Right? Figure the right way and the best practices to, to develop something, and you won't run into these problems. Never ever should you say to your client, uh, "I did this, and you can never edit update this plugin." That those those words should not be uttered. Well, it, <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things where you know somebody says, "I want to change you know WP admin to you know or, or WP login .php to whatever," and so someone goes and changes that inside the core, and it's like, "No, you shouldn't have done that because now you can never log in ever again because you have to go update everything in inside of the core WordPress where that file is being called and so on and so forth." Just don't do it. Yeah. So. Quickly back to the cPanel installer thing and the reason why, I, why I'm so interested in that. Uh, something that I'm trying to do a little bit more with the core security team is reach out to places like that that are um, affecting people's WordPress security without even realizing the damage that they're doing. So it's it's one of those things that I'm real interested in trying to, uh, to fix because unfortunately WordPress's reputation um, is tied to everything from plugins to installers, and we need to, to try to help wherever we can. If, if anybody in our audience uh, experiences something like that, do they have a way to contact you with those issues? Yeah, uh, the best way is to email security at wordpress.org. Um, I mean, alternatively, I'm always on our, the WordPress Slack and stuff like that, um, but if you send it to that email address, the whole team can can see it, and uh, everybody can pitch in to help. I mean, I we've all seen web hosts that have like a base install of WordPress that's set up that is either being sim linked in, or they're pulling in different pieces to it, so that way you're able to not have to worry about updating WordPress, and WordPress just kind of gets updated by the web host. We've also seen it where they've just locked down it so that you can only do world readable and that's it. You can't write to it. You can't make any changes to it. And those are the web hosts that are either doing a really good job of making sure that your stuff is being secure and they're going to keep you up to date, or the guy <laughs> uh, fell asleep at the wheel and they've never updated it, and now you're stuck with an old version of WordPress. And if you're if you fall into that situation, I mean that's like that's like customer abuse at that point. Like they, you should just leave that web host altogether and just go find another one. So yeah, if you. <laughs> oh, you okay, Steve? Yeah, it's it's this weird cough I've had all week. It sounds like it's spreading. It's going from like <laughs> one place to another, right? It's so weird. I think I, I think it's really interesting what Aaron said though that like the that there's a reputation when it comes to like someone signed up with you know XYZ host and you know they had a bad experience and they, it gets thrown on WordPress where it's not WordPress's fault because you can go pull that from the GitHub and have a good experience on your local computer. 
it, it's really the host, you know, and I think that that really shows that you should be with somebody who knows WordPress, not just a global kind of we offer any kind of hosting. Yes, but you know that, Russ, but the, the lay person doesn't know that. And, and so ultimately, when those things happen, it becomes a PR issue for WordPress. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I so, was yeah. I was mirroring what you were saying. So we agree what you're yeah. saying for, for once. Get a room. <laughs> Hosts are especially difficult. I have difficult one in San Diego. Like that. What's that, Aaron? Hosts are especially difficult with stuff like that. Um, I mean, a, a user needs to rely on their host to do everything they don't understand and aren't doing themselves. But the problem is they don't even know what it is that they don't understand or don't want to do themselves. Um, so they're not even sure what their host should be doing. Um, and so that's, that's tough. And how do we educate all those people? Well, um, it, it, it's not, it's not only that, but it, it's the conversation that that user has to have with the host to say, Hey, I need this done. They don't even know that, that kind of terminology to get it to that point, other than saying, please update WordPress. I mean, like that's as far as they can take that conversation. So what are the next steps that WordPress is going to be looking at in security, doing things with security, making changes to the security model? What, what are we what are we looking at here in the next couple of weeks, months, even in the year? Do you hear anything um, about that, Aaron? Well, uh, as far as the way the security team itself is working, um, we made some changes pretty recently trying to uh, get more involved with hosts and that kind of stuff, reaching out and um, trying to open those lines of communication better. Uh, that seems to have been uh, especially effective, so I'm real excited about that. Um, we'd like to try to extend our umbrella out a little further. I, I mentioned that plugins are, you know, barely anyone runs just WordPress. Everyone runs WordPress with plugins. Um, so especially for some of the more popular plugins, we'd like to be able to uh, sort of be a central place for people to report issues, to help manage security issues with those as well. Um, I kind of want to grow slowly and carefully, um, making sure that we're not overstretching ourselves, but we'd like to start by taking maybe the 10 or so most popular plugins, bringing them in under the umbrella um, and sort of slowly expanding out as we go. Nice. Yeah, you know, I watch the news quite a bit, and I haven't heard anything about security on the news. Is this really important? <laughs> Aaron, I actually have a question. I have an, uh, a question for you, Aaron. So let's say I find a security fix or I find something WordPress isn't doing. I email you at security at WordPress.com or .org. How... Org. 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 So, Definitely so, .org. So, so, so from today, how long would it take to have that rolled out? Like, let's say that you guys verify that it, it's an actual fix. It needs to be solved. How long does that process usually take? Whew. So that's, that, that's one of those it depends kind of questions. Okay. But right? we never um, say that on this show. Well, well <laughs> The, the more the more serious the vulnerability, the quicker we're going to try to act. Um, also, depends a lot on whether it is currently in the wild or not. You know, is this actively being exploited? Um, if it's actively being exploited and it's pretty severe, um, we should be able to push out a new version 
in you know a few days maybe less we sure. we want to take our time and make sure that the fix is right and complete um, as soon as code goes out in WordPress to fix a security vulnerability if it doesn't actually fix it um, everyone notices and um, things get way worse before they get better that well, um, the reason I ask you is that there was uh, somebody the other day on Medium that was saying something about, you know, WordPress should be doing this and fired something at Matt Mullenweg. Okay, so... And, well, uh, what, 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 wait, wait, <laughs> I, I'm not trying... What I'm trying to say is is that Matt Mullenweg explained that, you know, we, we do acknowledge that, you know, this should be rolled in, but this is kind of our priority. So I, I was just asking the question, if I bring you something like, where does where would that fall in that priority chain? So first of all, for me, yeah, for me and for the security team, um, it, the security stuff is our top priority. Um, having said that, the the thing that you're mentioning requires some very major architectural changes to right. both WordPress and to uh, sort of WordPress.org and our update servers and all sorts of stuff. Um, so that's that's a much longer process. If many sites are potentially vulnerable, um, we act on that very quickly. The, the the point I'm just trying to make is that anybody can come up with a security thing and say, hey, we should be doing this, but it's not as easy as saying, oh, let's just merge it in and, and send out a release. Right. That's what I was it, trying to get at. Right, exactly. And, uh, Ruff, the other thing is that what Scott had posted on his Medium post was not so much we don't want to mention any names yeah or sorry like, not so much a vulnerability or we'll call him scott <laughs> sure but it was just advocating for additional layers of security sure. hardening there was nothing that was like available to be exploited it was just if the wordpress.org master servers get completely hacked and exploited um then bad things would happen, but there are many, many things to prevent that from happening. In the I, I am not arguing that. The, the point I was trying to make is that even yeah. though I'm we just trying to reassure our listeners, yeah, definitely, but even though something comes up and we say, Hey, this is so there is a process that it's not going to be rolled out in two hours, there is a process that says mm -hmm. we have to check this to make sure it's going to reach everybody and it's not going to break 27% of the internet, yeah. yeah. And we, we try to prioritize um, the whole team kind of works together for that. So, yes, it, it's we want to take as much time as we need to do it right. Um, and that's definitely not a couple hours. So <laughs> takes time to fix it right. And we always want to fix it right. Well, there's always good. There's always things that you should, you know, best practices that people that are doing this type of work should do in that, um, you know, releasing uh essentially like a, a zero day change that needs to happen and getting that submitted to to the right people and having them look at it and not talking about it and not kind of pushing it out there to the dark web or any of those kind of scary things that you, you know, you don't want any of that sort of thing to happen. Yeah. And yeah. the important thing is if you're running a theme or a plugin or something and you find a security vulnerability in your plugin and or it's reported to you before you actually push that release out, uh, if it's looking like a decently nasty one, uh, reach out to core security team. Just drop them a line first because uh, sometimes it turns out that, oh, a lot of different plugins are making this mistake. So 
if you just publish it yourself, that could open up a lot of other vectors and other plugins that it might be better to do a coordinated release among different plugins, or maybe core security team would want to do, if your plugin enough to do a uh, auto update of the plugin to the point releases. But basically they, the core security team really, really knows what they're doing. So if you are in any way unsure what to do on a security release, ask. Please, Aaron. I'm, I'm curious about something you said. You know, you talked about a major security uh, uh, thing that, that would like a drop dead, you know, uh, or a, a drop everything type of security issue, right? What determines something that's major or minor, right? So there's there's a lot of factors. Um, what is sort of worst case scenario, right? What what happens to your site? Can somebody make admin accounts on your site? Um, is, is that the kind of level that we're looking at? Um, also, how easy is it to actually do? Does it, does it require a lot of social engineering or is it something that you can simply build a script for and let that script run wild on the web and, and hit a lot of sites? Um, so we try to look at, at all those different things. Also, how many sites does it really affect uh, if the security vulnerabilities in one particular part of WordPress that not all sites are using, um, that kind of stuff. So we try to look at all three of those things to decide how how serious uh, an issue really is. And so who's the social engineer expert on your team? Because I want to talk to them at the next WordCamp. Who's the what? Who's the social engineering te- uh, expert on your team? Social engineering expert. You don't, have, you I think don't, we, you don't, you don't really have to answer that. I think we all do that a little bit, right? But, Steve, but what, what is your mother's maiden name? I've always been wondering about that, Steve. What is your mother's maiden name? Steve, Steve we're going to call that guy Scott. <laughs> um, I posted in the uh, chat, uh, if, if the audience is interested in more, you might all uh, uh, read Securities Blog. We've given a couple shouts out to them on this show before. And I always find that that's a great place for or uh, current security information. What other places should we look, guys? What other places should we have our, our uh, listeners and viewers take, check out? I mean, just just anywhere like on the on the make WordPress or, or like on on the WordPress blog itself, or in just any kind of uh, the the developer notes on you know here's how you should be properly escaping things, just stuff like that. You should be reading. The, the codex and anything that comes from the people who are actively developing WordPress. Right. Know you're escaping Know you're escaping in your sanitizing <laughs> functions. Know that uh, escaping is about uh, context while sanitizing is about content. Yeah. Um, know, I mean, follow WP DB to get an idea of when things are out and you need to run through and run your updates because you because something big has just hit. So I need an escape plan. I should have a bug out bag ready to go. Yes. Yep. So, okay. and, and a burner phone. <laughs> Steve, if you need one of those, Dillinger has a great one of those. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool. So we had so far. We talked about uh, security blog, um, securities uh, blog, as well as site locks blog, and then the WP Vone DB site. Is there any others that folks should be just looking at? Well, actually, I was going to just mention. You know, at WordCamps, there's oftentimes a an advanced developer or you know security track or a couple talks regarding security. Check those out. You know, if you are a developer and you're not sure, go to that. 
you pick that track for the day or that talk because those people those people are really smart you know? yeah yeah well then looking at the we we're talking about earlier about looking at the various notes for each version that right. comes out um you know the WordPress Codex has a listing of all of those versions that are out there and looking at the change logs for each of those. Right. I don't know if you're the kind of person like I am that, you know, my phone goes to update. I don't have it automatically update any of the apps that are on there, but I'll look through each one of those to see, you know, oh, what, what changes did they add to this? You know, are they adding advertising to this thing now? Or are they adding, <laughs> you know, new functionalities and features? Or, you know, what is it? So if you want to know. Looking. If you want to know more of this, you can always go to DEF CON in uh, Las Vegas. Make sure you just log into a public Wi-Fi. You'll be fine. Oh, so so <laughs> if you come to that in Vegas and you're anywhere near Flamingo and, and the Boulevard, make sure everything is turned off and you live in the Stone Age around, the, around those two blocks. I promise. Yeah, it's at Caesars this year, I believe. Uh, it moved from the past year. The, that's, yeah. what that's what I'm Don't saying. Flamingo and the Boulevard. That are not on the casino floor. <laughs> yep. I think that I'll be there this year. I'm kind of excited to check that one out. A little terrified, but also excited. Uh, I would be too. Yep. <laughs> I, I've seen some amazing things there, and I've seen some stuff where I'm like, I'd never want to talk to that person ever again. Like, stay as far away <laughs> from that person as you can. Legitimately, last year someone was spoofing a 4G uh, cell network to try and intercept connections. It was terrifying. You also don't but, want to use your real name. Just you know, use your, your, old, your old college bar name. Well, there's a reason that it's cast. What's yours, Adam? Uh, What's yours, Adam? Mine's, mine's Stephen Scott Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying mine's Adam Silver. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> wow. Awesome, folks. Well, that's about <laughs> it for today. Thank you very much for being on the show. If you like this content and like all the stuff that we're doing, make sure you click on the notes below. We'll have all the links to all the various stuff that we've talked about on those notes. And if you like this particular content, hit the little thumbs up button. And by the way, we do two podcasts on WP Water Cooler's network, so make sure you go check out both of those particular shows. You can just do a search for WP Water Cooler in your favorite podcatcher, Steve. Podcatcher. <laughs> 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 all right, our, folks, talk to y'all later. My name is Julie. Uh, <laughs> bye.